Good morning, fiddle and pipe listeners. This is your co-host, Brittany Ross, with some morning announcements that are actually different than our usual announcements. Tomorrow, we are live streaming one of our Fiddle and Pipe Happy Hour episodes. If you listened to last week's episode, which if you haven't, you should pause this. Go listen to last week's episode. If you haven't listened to that, pause that and listen to our first Twilight episode and then catch back up and then restart this. If you listen to last week's episode, you will know that I am not good at maps. Pretty known fact. Tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I will be filling out a blank map of the U.S. and publicly making a fool of myself for y'all's entertainment. This episode will be free and live streamed on our Instagram page. That's at Fiddle and Pipe. This live stream is the only time to catch it while it's free. Afterwards, we will put it on our Patreon, which if you're not a member, you really should be. You can check us out at patreon.com slash fiddle and pipe. There you will find our other happy hour podcasts, our outtakes, and we will be adding more content as it becomes more popular. If you don't have the funds to support us right now, or you don't want to give us money, and I don't blame you for that, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please, five stars. We don't want four stars. We want three stars. Please, no one stars. But five-star reviews and cool reviews that we can read on air would be super rad. I already plugged our podcast's Instagram page, but you can follow us individually at BM Ross Music and Cat Flinch Flute, or you can check us out on Facebook at Phil and Pipe Forum. There you will find us currently i think Catherine's just been plugging <laughs> twilight memes so check it out if you're up for the memes and i wanted to give a quick disclaimer this episode is a fantastic episode but we had one of our mics actually not mics it was uh my computer stopped recording during this episode because i guess i had not enough space on my computer so around maybe 42 minutes If you notice a different audio quality, that's definitely the reason why. And most of our members actually recorded this episode in person. So there's a lot of different audio quality on this episode. But, you know, it's a good time. And you should definitely listen to the outtakes on Patreon. Because this episode was originally an hour and 40 minutes. And I edited it down to about an hour. So there's a lot of stuff you're missing out on. Thank you, as always, to Lauren and Rainer for supporting us on Patreon. And I guess I have nothing else to say. And here's the episode. Without further ado, here is Fiddle and Pipe's most ambitious project ever. Hi, I'm Brittany Ross, and I play the fiddle. I'm Catherine Flincham, and I play the pipe. And together, we are Fiddle and Pipe. Two classical musicians who are reading and discussing topics beyond the staff. So grab a book, take a seat, and tune in. All right, I'm good though. I'm ready. I should bring up no, my notes. No, 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 no. It's okay. I don't want to bother you. So just you know. Yeah, you whenever, know, whenever you're ready. Whenever you. Know. Whenever you oh ready. Yeah. no, I'm I ready. Didn't I'm ready. Work, so. I'm good. We did. Mm-hmm. We, we did make you wait for. <laughs> 36 minutes it's for us to get our shit together. C- clearly okay. your phone is more important than my class, so you can continue. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, like, talking about your students. I didn't know you were talking to me. 
Oh no. Okay, I'm really confused, oh. you guys. <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> I'm really confused. But... Welcome to Fiddle and Pipe Podcast. So this is Fiddle and Pipe's most ambitious project ever. Today we have three <laughs> guests. <laughs> and it took us 36 minutes to get everything set up. Was it really? I mean, it's all good. 12 minutes per person. No, if we count the fact that y'all came at 4.30 and then you came at 4.45, it took us an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Part of that time was eating. Yeah, I was about to say. So we have three special guests today. The first guest... Just in case you didn't listen to me say it, now Catherine can say it. I know I can speak, I don't know. (laughs) The first guest, you know him. He comes on pretty frequently. We have Matt Richards with us in the house. You already know who it is. It's your boy. It's your boy, Dark Yagami, back again with the heat. With the heat. <laughs> As we do. Couldn't miss it. Our next guest. You know him. You love him. He's pumpkin spice. It's Rainer. <laughs> and I'm also drinking a pumpkin spice latte. Oh. I'm jealous of you, PSL. <laughs> Our last guest, you have not met her yet, but she is the new co-host of Mmm Conversations. We got Emily Crisp. Hello. Good to be here. Thanks for the invite, guys. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Bella would just be so enthralled with that musical voice of yours. Oh, first, yeah. of all, first of all, Bella is not enthralled with anything. That's true. Is she? So today we're discussing the last... Two chapters of Twilight and the, and the epilogue. epilogue. Should be good uh, stuff. Should be weird stuff. It was it yes. was weird stuff as well. <laughs> yes. sure we stuff. finally get meaty. Not gonna lie, that book was pretty tedious towards the end there. I was like, is this really still going? <laughs> Since we had Rainer and Matt on earlier, we kinda got your takes on Twilight. Emily, we haven't had you on. You're fairly new to the podcasting world. Yeah. Tell us your opinion of Twilight the book. Okay, well, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. So I haven't read the entire book. Good. For obvious reasons, probably. But my sister really loved the Twilight books. And so we would go and see the movies together, like, as they were coming out. So it was really nice because I was able to bond with her in a level with the Twilight series in a strange way. But definitely not my cup of tea. <laughs> a cup of blood, as they say. A cup of blood. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't get with it. But I really appreciate the meme culture for sure. Yes. And roasting it. Yes. That's the fun part. That is the fun part. It is. Well, it's interesting that you jumped into the last few chapters of the book because like a chapter or two before this is when the book actually picks up. Right. Which is interesting because I mean, I'm, I'm very familiar with the movies, so at least I kind of know like the baseline story, but it's interesting to get the in-between very cringy teenage details. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, you know. You know what's funny about this book is that the entire climax basically happens off screen. It so does. It's like all this, it's like all this build up and then she faints and then it's over. Pretty much. Yeah. You can see some stuff kind of happening in the background, but it's like, yeah. wait, there's some really messed up stuff yeah, it's like he, over there. He, break, yeah. he, he breaks her leg and then it's over. Like, yeah. That's and then it. he's like burning in the middle of the ballet stadium. <laughs> yeah. Is anybody else kind of weirded out by 
her constantly referring to him as an angel. Yes. Yes. We, like yes, up. absolutely. <laughs> so this brings Weird. us to chapter 23, the angel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a transition master. Does anybody here watch Doctor Who? Yes. So no. the weeping, she says at one point that he's like a weeping angel. Yeah. And in Doctor Who, there's like a... And that's, and that's what you thought of. The weeping yeah. angels are freaking terrifying. Yeah, exactly. They're terrifying, so... Is, I don't think that's what she meant by I mean, it. Edward is kind of terrifying. He's like a creeper, man. If he, wasn't, he, if he wasn't an angel, then he would be in jail. Earlier in the book, it goes from Bella, like, these three guys are, like, stalking her. And then we, like, Four. after Edward saves her, however many it is, it doesn't... It doesn't but then it's it, it say and then Edward saves her and then he's like oh by the way I break into your house and watch you sleep and I'm like how is that any better though I'm like how is that better it's like you just yeah. incriminated yourself yeah nasty you nasty that's how I won my wife over nope oh, oh. <laughs> And told, actually, I told her I liked watching her sleep. But actually, that is really how he won her over. Because then they like have I a whole meant, makeout sesh or something. Like yeah, that. I yeah they were like touching each other all night. They were. <laughs> they were. It wasn't sexual. No. Oh, it no. was. Very platonic. This Your is legitimately face. Fifty Shades of Grey, but PG thirteen vampire That's fantasy we style. Saying. So mm-hmm. yeah, and you can yeah. tell. I mean, you can tell. But it's intensely. Yeah, it's it's a little toxic. Toxic. Just it makes me really yes. think about like the young girls that read these books, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man. I literally said this earlier. I was like, you know, your market demographic for this is bored housewives and teenage girls. Mm-hmm. And if teenage girls read this and like, oh, this is what a relationship should be, it's like, no, this is yeah. literally what a relationship should not be. This is a toxic, dumb, and sub relationship. <laughs> this <laughs> yes, is ha- how how not to yes. do the dumb With and sub. A, a kink of blood <laughs> thrown in for good measure. Yeah, yeah. for spice. So chapter 23 opens up with Bella being super heckin' unconscious, and she's probably dying. Yeah, she totally is. Chapter 23 starts out with Bella being super heckin' unconscious, and she's probably dying, and she hears, quote, an angel calling my name. That was ratchet. Angel! And I get it. She's probably super high on all those endorphins and adrenaline, and she's basically dying, so she's like... I'm like semi-conscious. The vamp juice. Yeah, she has some vamp juice. Vamp juice. What do they call it in uh, True Blood? Oh, that's a throwback. <laughs> so Edward is like, super sad that Bella is hurt, and he's the angel. No, he's more sad that he can't protect her from every little thing she does. It's just a hot mess. He yeah. He's just turn her. Just turn her already. Because he oh. wants her to have a long, happy life. He's yeah. To noble. Yeah, because he thinks yeah. he's an angel. <laughs> yeah, he wants her to I, basically live her teenage years, I guess, in a way. I don't think he was living his teenage years had. the way that she was, but I think because he aged at a certain point and he's a vampire forever and didn't have really a normal experience. I think he wants her to experience all these normal things before actually turning into a vampire. Because I think I remember in spoiler alert, but this became a topic in the books. I did not see this happen in the movies at all because when I was watching the movies, it was just them staring at each other. There was no freaking context whatsoever. So uh, yeah, which one? That was every movie. <laughs> every movie, really. I remember reading, I think it might have been Eclipse because this might have been the time where she wants to be a vampire. They agree 
some sort that she's doing it and he mentions that he wants her to live like this normal life and everything and but she's like oh i don't want to turn 18 and be older than you or something like that i think that yeah, that's the beginning of new moon yeah yeah but really like how would her life change if he did turn her other than obviously now she's invulnerable she could still go to school with him she yeah. could still live in forks do her thing like he's doing jacob black would be single <laughs> I think I think eventually everyone would realize that she's not aging though. That's true. Yeah. And part of it is having to deal with her father and as a young vampire she would have the urge to go around eating people. So they would have to like <laughs> train people because to like Because she would be a monster. Yeah. Edward's own self-image kind of influences that too cuz he views himself as a monster. He kind of looks down on himself and that projects have, on like, her. They both have a savior complex. They really do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm team turn her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would make sense because then we wouldn't have three, we wouldn't have three more books. Yeah, we should just skip to Breaking Dawn. <laughs> exactly. We don't need New Moon. Actually, no, cause... I really like New Moon. I thought New Moon had more of a plot than Eclipse. Actually, both. I think they had a little bit more of a plot Hot just because... Take everyone. Catherine actually likes Twilight. Well, no, Eclipse, oh. Eclipse, Eclipse is the best no of the shame, movies for Catherine. sure. There's no shame. shame. I support you. you. I support you, okay? I don't like it, but I support you. <laughs> you have the right to like bad books. It's okay. This yeah. is America. <laughs> I don't mind it. Land free. I think it could have been a better book. I think Stephanie Meyer could have done so much with this series, and instead she did this. You know what? I'm glad that you said that because yeah. I find the backstories of the Cullens and the lore behind them and all that, I find that to be way more interesting yes. than anything having to do yes. with yes. Edward and Bella. And it's only like. Over. Yeah, there's like mm-hmm. a page about Alice, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, but Alice? Tell yeah. me more about that. Yeah, I was like, tell me more about that. <laughs> she saves time. I know, she really she does. does. I understand that it's supposed to be all from Bella's perspective, but I feel like Stephanie could have done so much more with the world building. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, she could. And especially with Carlisle. He was alive Carizzle? for what? 300? Yes, Carlisle. <laughs> uh, he was alive for what, like 300 years or something? Yeah. Yeah, he had so much. And they like... One chapter on him. Yeah, he was part of Volturi for a while. Which, love that casual mention of them. I was like, oh, I know who they are. Right? (laughs) And I'm saying they're like, oh, can we kind of go a little bit deeper into that? Like, why was he there? Like, what did they do? Why did he leave? Like, things like that. Like, it was just a brief, vague description. And, oh, if she wants to make more money, just go into backstories of these people. Yeah. I'd be yeah, totally down. Yeah. Rosalie spinoff. I, Alice yeah. spinoff. I watch those movies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And not rewriting the same book from Edward's perspective. I know, right? Yeah. Nope. It's like, I already know what happens. I already yeah. know what happens. And also, Edward is a gaslighter. I so. want to yeah, read it because I want to see what he's thinking. Like, freaking out. Like, I can't hear this girl's voice. Like, in my head. Why can't I hear it? <laughs> I can't hear her voice. Let me break into her house. Yeah. <laughs> What is he thinking her. while he's watching her sleep? I want to know. Creepy. Yeah, that's I creepy. Don't think you I know. really don't yeah. want to <laughs> I'd probably get into a true episode or Is that what this yeah, is? Yeah, we now should. That Catherine has her beer too. Ooh, and this is slowly yeah. turning into a fiddle and play happy hour. Yay. I mean, Twilight, <laughs> Twilight is a very happy hour. Edward bursts in, Bella's dying on the floor, and he's with Alice and Carl. God damn it. 
Carlisle? Yes, thank you. Every time I see his name written, I'm like, how do I pronounce Car- it? Carlisle. Car- Carshizzle. That's always what Co-shizzle, I Co-shizzle, my nizzle. Carizzle. <laughs> and Alice is definitely having a hard time because Carlisle is like, cover your mouth. And it's probably because so that way she won't get bloodlust to mm-hmm. just kill Bella. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're not used to being around probably that much blood compared to what Carlisle is. Yeah. And he, they're not as well-trained, I guess. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Carlisle's a doctor, so he's around blood all the time. Yeah, yeah. he's immune to it. <laughs> so Car Izzle basically does a medical analysis on Bella, and he says that she has a shallow head wound. I was like, okay, you little bitch, you're fine. A broken <laughs> leg and maybe some broken ribs. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah, like a flesh wound. Not, not a flesh wound. wound. Like 10 out of 10 would not recommend, but you should not be thinking that Edward is an angel. I think you fine. And then... But she already kept saying that before she was unconscious, though. Well... Mm, no. no. She, she said his angelic face, like, three, yeah, three other times. Yeah, but she doesn't call him an angel until this chapter. Mm. Wasn't it after like, I she, die on the she calls him, like, Adonis yeah. and, like, a marble statue and yeah, all this other stuff. She said he's a god, basically. That, like, yeah. In, in this section, though, she does refer to him as like, and then the angel did this, and yeah. then the angel leaned over me and spoke to me, and then the angel did that. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It, I it, don't refer to David like that. Maybe you should. I hope not. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Maybe I should try. Yeah, yeah. she's, so I think she's suffering from the vampire venom. Yeah, yeah she's clearly yeah. delusional. Her senses are probably completely not clear. She right. probably thinks of Edward as the angel because he's like that familiar voice. That is yeah, like, oh, I love you. It's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. Reaction. <laughs> I guess so. I get it. Yeah. Sabella screams that her hand is on fire, and that's when everyone besides her, I guess, realizes that James bit her. Yeah. And then this is when Alice says that Edward has to do it, and I'm not sure <sighs> if it's turning Bella or killing her. It sucked the venom out. No, Alice is like, Edward, you need to do it. And Edward's like, no. So they're obviously talking about turning her into a vampire, I'm pretty sure. Turn her. Turn her, turn her, turn her, turn her. Turn her. <laughs> well, no. Carlisle suggested, hey, maybe you could just suck the venom out. Yeah, so maybe it is turn her. But isn't it's turning her. also the same thing as killing, though? Because essentially, like you die first. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how he's that's how back. he sees it. The way that I thought about killing was that they drain the blood completely and then you just straight up die right there. As yeah. opposed to turning is, I guess you suck X amount of blood and then you just let them suffer for like three days and then they turn to a vampire. Well, they suffer because their heart stops. Well, they suffer because they're... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you die, you don't then get up and run really fast and punch through <laughs> True, yeah. trees. And I mean... Maybe the, but the mortal <laughs> portion of their cells die. Happens, like, their organs die because, I mean, they don't have any functioning organs except... Yeah, well, okay, because she's, she's, she's not... <laughs> very... <laughs> She's, she's not very specific on how exactly you turn, but she explains it's like all the people that were turned were already dying anyway. Yeah. There was really no other case of somebody who was healthy that was getting turned. So she wasn't very specific on and how that works. And this is something that I would also love to have drawn out more because this is the stuff I feel like, Stephanie, I don't need three chapters about picking out a dress. I really don't. Why not? I really don't, but I want more of this kind of stuff. See, it's for the yeah. teen girls, though. They need to know the look it's, so they can... I don't be, need to know that Jessica got a It has to be hashtag relatable. 
Hashtag relatable. <laughs> I don't even know that. She was obviously more focused on a love story. It's not Harry Potter where there's like this main plot of good versus evil and you have all these other things. You get backstories and some in descriptive detail, some others you wish you had more. And then there is pockets of love everywhere where this is just more of a love story that she probably was focused on. So I think that's why a lot of people are like, eh, Twilight. She added that. the vampire stuff as a backdrop. Well, that's the thing, because this is all also like written in the perspective of a young teenage girl. But it's mm. interesting to think about her perception of that, because Bella is kind of like tomboy, right? She's like, you know, oh, I don't care about all the frilly stuff. And yet, with the way that she writes her descriptions of people, it is talking about like all these like outfits and looks and everything. So she's yeah. still kind of like the teen girl, she you know, like that. trope. Yeah. 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 She's just so complex that Edward can't read her thoughts. <laughs> Super complex. Yeah, Bella. Uh, keep, it's keep less complex telling of her that. breaking her body just by falling. I know. Yeah. <laughs> as, as if they expect anybody to believe that. So before she passes out for like the 83rd time in this book, she hears, no, I can't. It's too tempting from like Edward, basically her angel. And then she passes out. Yeah. Edward also does that thing all the time where he's like, you make me upset at myself because I can't protect you from everything. You mean gaslighting? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He keeps mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn her then. Yeah. Solves everything. Team turn her. I'm going to keep harping on that. That's my my main message for the evening. Shut up and turn her. Turn her already. Just end the book. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Edward is able to suck out the venom of the other vampire, and I guess it's written like it's supposed to be something difficult, but it's not portrayed very well in the book. Yeah, because they just skip it. I think that could have been done a lot better. Yeah, they do kind of fade to black on that, and so you don't really get to see him. Yeah, but at least least they like linger on. In the movie, like Kristen Stewart is staring at Robert Pattinson. She's like, ah, yeah, ah, and I'm like, oh god, I can't. (laughs) No, she actually has an (laughs) orgasm face. She actually does. It's ridiculous. Like I could not take it seriously. I was just sitting there and I was like, oh my god, like this is real. So we get to chapter (laughs) twenty-four, impasse, or if you want to articulate the e after an impasse. <laughs> Wrong time to drink. Yep. <laughs> so Bella's in the hospital, but she thinks it's heaven because she dumb. <laughs> you know, they're yeah, basically know. the same thing. It's so funny to think about that because a lot of people are like, oh, I saw a bright light. Listen, you're in a hospital. Not family. Yeah. I, I turned the lights on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was trying to look in your eyes and make sure they were okay. She tries to take off the oxygen thing, but Edward keeps her from doing it because I guess he's there. Yeah, because she can't do anything without his approval. Yeah, exactly. She has to be holding his hand he's the like, entire I know time. What's best for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, like, forces her to take more pain meds. She's like, no, I don't want it. He's like, yeah. you're gonna take it. At the end of the chapter, he does that as the way of ending their argument. And I'm like, that's a little weird. <laughs> that's a red flag. <laughs> as if there weren't 27 so other red flags in this book. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this was red flag the book. So I like it how when they're talking, Edward says that he managed to save her and he said it was impossible to stop because when he was sucking her blood, later he says, I must, in italics, love you. And I'm like, wow, that's really nice of you, Edward. I think he actually (laughs) used the word impossible like four times. Yeah. It was impossible. Impossible. (laughs) It's your fault for tasting so good. He's completely gaslighting her basically too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They spelled the title wrong. I keep saying it. Gaslight. Yeah, exactly. Gaslight, the book. 
So Edward says that Renee is at the hospital and Bella like flips her shit because I guess it's surprising if you're dying that your family would be there in the hospital with you. Yeah, that's right? very surprising. Oh, wow. <laughs> but Bella's like, what did you tell her? And Edward's like, oh yeah, I told her that you fell down two flights of stairs and out a window. And I don't know about y'all, but that seems hella sketch. That seems like something... You're like lying for domestic abuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would that would set off my suspicions if yeah. it was that specific. See, it's like Charlie knew what's up. Charlie was just like, as long as she's alive, I don't care anymore. <laughs> just get her away. Yeah. He still did not like Edward. He's like, screw you. Edward. I don't blame him. Charlie was like, you're doing something to this girl. Why can't you go out with that boy, Mike, that you hang out Mike with? Mike is so nice. Persistent. Yes. He does a little too much. But he a nice yeah, boy. But he a nice boy. He, he all up in her business all the time. I'm like, can you not see that she's not want to talk to you? But he's still a nice boy, especially compared to Edward. I'll say that's why, though. She does the whole better oh, by yeah. comparison yeah. thing. So she has a character that we're not supposed to like because they're basic and annoying. And that's how we're supposed to identify that Edward is yes, the better person. Yes, because deep and brooding. Exactly. I guess I like a character that's basic and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's what I like Jessica because she's quirky and kind of funny. So uh, apparently Bella's injuries are a lot worse than what Carlisle's initial examination said. She has a broken leg, four broken ribs, some skull cracks. And I was like, aren't those fractures? And yes. <laughs> massive blood loss. This is what y'all were saying earlier. Edward said that she got a lot of transfusion and he didn't like it because it, quote, made her smell all wrong for a while. And it's like, okay, Edward, she'll just die. So she smells yeah. like herself to no. you. It's okay. Yeah, it's I okay. I inconvenience I... you. Right? Edward, this isn't about you. It, apparently it is because everything <laughs> is. involving her is about him too. It's true. Edward says that he must love her since he didn't completely drain her blood. Which is not super comforting. No, no. it's really not. It's like it's a not. backhanded compliment. He, in a way. he also <laughs> says that she tastes super good, which I was like, Ew. even less comforting and semi-sexual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not all about. No that kink way. shaming here. No kink shaming. Yuck is Yeah, I mean, if y'all are into blood, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all are into vampires sucking your blood out, judgment is not here. It's a thing. <laughs> So Edward basically goes and debriefs Ella, Ella, <laughs> whatever, god damn, Bella. Ella, Ella, A, A, A. Edward debriefs Bella and says that Emmett and Jasper killed James. And he also said that Alice saw the tape. Mm-hmm. Off screen, first of all. That was yeah. Upsetting. He's like, oh, by the way, he's dead. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, she also finds out about her past. That's true. I yes. want to know more. Oh, it's fine. It's fine, Stephanie. Yeah, they like casually dropped that. It's like, oh, Alice was the person who I was going to kill, but then she was turned and I didn't want her anymore. I was like, wait a minute. Tell us that story. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. I, I definitely did not want just three sentences. Yeah. That. I was like, You're like, wait, yeah, it's like I want more, more here. Yeah, like, I, I actually, I, I was listening to that. You only like, gave right me a cup. I... I wanted the pot. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't, exactly. But no, right when I pulled up to your house this morning, they dropped that little bombshell. I actually said, oh shit, wait, what? Go back. So Edward also says, because I guess he's not done in informing her, he says he told Renee that he was in Phoenix to convince Bella to come back to Forks and then he had, quote, parental supervision because they're good little high schoolers. And that Bella was in his hotel but tripped on the way to his room and fell down two stairs and fell out yeah. the window. Yeah, that's not believable. How, you, 
it's, it's impossible to fall down two flights of stairs. And apparently yeah. Ellis went and fabricated all the evidence, and Edward just was like, oh yeah, you could sue the hotel if you really wanted to. Yeah, really. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> See, I feel like if he suck. just said one flight, then maybe it might be a little bit more believable. <laughs> yeah, what was she doing when she hit the landing between the two flights yeah, of stairs? Like, Whoa! <laughs> yeah. She hit the first one and then she got up and then she fell again. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that is that. Okay, that tracks. Dang it, Bella, you're so you're such a klutz. <laughs> Hashtag so relatable because I'm clumsy. I know. Hashtag yeah, normal bitch. Basic. <laughs> Basic bash. <laughs> And then Edward kisses Bella and literally makes her heart stop. And yeah, that was stupid. I put my I put my book down and I was like, I am not being kissed right. Yeah, really. <laughs> David, David my heart has never stopped. Excuse me, David. I'm still alive. Do your job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no. The way that the kisses are described, I'm like, it's I'm never. Kind of gross. I've never honestly. felt this way about a kiss. I don't think I have either. I'm doing, doing it wrong. I think we're all doing it wrong. <laughs> so, so you've had your heart stop. Let's all try yeah, this. Let's I've, go. I have. Yeah, you've had the the, the hospital breathing. the hospital beep went. Yeah, my beep. Ooh. Yep, stopped. Beep, your beep, beep. Stop. My beep stopped. <laughs> you know that thing that my beeps. Beep, my beep stopped. You know the beep beepity boop. <laughs> Poopity scoop. So Bella's mom comes in and Edward fakes naps because I guess that's what you do when you're a vampire. Oh yeah, she says, "Don't forget to breathe," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. Remember that's to breathe. Good, she does low key roast him a lot, and I think that's kind of funny. It is funny. Bella was apparently unconscious for a long amount of time, but it's not specified how much. I'm very curious about this. I feel like she just went to I sleep. I think she said the day she woke up, it was her mom said it was Friday. So what day did all the yeah, other it, shenanigans it never said. take place? Okay. I don't think so it ever it's said. Like, is it like one day? Is it like a week? What's the severity here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like falling down a stairs. Two a flights. stairs? Two, Two flights. flights. A, a multiple flights of stairs. Exactly. Yeah. I think the baseball thing happened over the weekend. So it had been like a Saturday or Sunday. And then, so they made it to Phoenix like overnight. So how long was she yeah, in actually, that hotel? The, the timetable in this book was really weird. Because it's a 25-hour drive. Yeah. Look well, that up. Also, <laughs> last also, episode. also, they said he was driving like 125. Yeah. So maybe you could do it in a day. Maybe. They did like a Fast and Furious stunt, basically. That's what they yeah. did. They really did. How, how long were they in the hotel? I think they were there for like two days or something. Yeah, the, the whole timetable of this book feels like really short for all the stuff. Yeah. It is. That's very short. I feel like she was probably passed out for like a few days, maybe. Yeah, the way she reacted, she was like, what? She was like, it's Friday. It's Friday, what? Gotta get down on Friday. But I do appreciate the Fast and Furious scenes. <laughs> no. Ed, Ed, Edward, when he turned into fucking... Vin uh, Diesel. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just really love that series. Maybe now that's what I'm going to binge watch next She's in the hospital. Renee comes in Welcome and she's. I like how Renee is like, he's there all the time. Like, kind of bitching at that Edward is not leaving her side. I, mean, I would too if that was my daughter. Kind of oh, space people. The thing that starts a little fight is that Renee says that Phil got signed by the Jacksonville Suns and her mom says that she can leave Forks and move to Jacksonville. And then Bella's like. Oh, no. wait, I actually don't want to. I like Forks. I'm settled at school. I have girlfriends. And, you know, Charlie is an incompetent adult and can't live by himself. Matt, yes? What girlfriends? 
She don't like them. Yeah, she don't like any of them. Renee doesn't know that. Renee Jessica, fuck you. There's Jessica and Angela. I want to say Angelica. Who's that other one that was like hating on her? Lauren. With the corn silk hair. Well, she said that to her mom like, duh, you should know this. And I was like, well, why are you down here then? Why did you come all the way down here? (laughs) Why didn't you go to Jessica's house and like run away there? And then Renee's like, would a boy happen to do anything with it? And Bella's like, yeah, I guess. Bella is a really shit liar. She really is. She's not good at it. So that starts their whole fight because Renee's like, Bella, how do you feel about Edward? Because I can sense that he's in love with you. But be safe and be smart. You know, momming it all up as you do. Maybe it's because of this. Renee probably was really young when she met Charlie and she just doesn't want Bella to find the first guy and fall in love and be like, oh my God, and like have her heartbreak over that. And yeah, maybe she doesn't want her to make the same mistakes. I don't know. What if she got turned into a vampire and then found out that Edward was a gaslighter? What would happen then? (laughs) Well, she's stuck. (laughs) She liked that anyway. Renee also says that she's been sleeping in the hospital because she's nervous about crime in the area. And she says that the ballet studio is broken into and there's a stolen car in front. Oh, oh no. What happened? Oh, too no. fast, too furious. Oh. That's what it was. It was Vin Diesel's fault. This, that whole Vin game. Di- <laughs> Vin Diesel came. There's a crossover here. The crossover we That was need. it. Vin Diesel killed James. That was it. More faster, fastest, furiouser. <laughs> the fascist fury during twilight fascist oh no <laughs> wow that's like a dark turn <laughs> heckin' fast heckin' fast in the book did they talk about cutting off James's head and burning him or was that in the movie that was, no. they don't describe they don't explicitly they say do. what they do they kind of describe it I'm pretty sure they just say that they took he him taken in care of and yeah. killed him, like murdered him. <laughs> that boy did. They don't give a good description in the book because when she asks how do you kill a vampire, it's like you tear them up and rip them to shreds and then burn them. They do a little bit more description of that in the movies versus the book, it seems like. Because in the movies, you see it happening. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's, like it's happening in the background, in the background yeah, while, like, while Edward's yeah. doing this. What happened to James? After I pulled him off you, Emmett and Jasper took care of him. Yeah, that's all we get. I didn't see Emmett and Jasper there. They had to leave the room. There was a lot of blood. Okay. There was a lot of blood. That's what you get. There's a lot of blood. So Edward stole the car to drive faster and furiouser. (laughs) (laughs) And Edward seems super surprised that Bella doesn't want to move to Florida because I guess... Edward's like, no, you don't love me after all the shit you've been through. And, and she's Bella, like, don't tell me how I feel. Bella freaks out because she thinks that Edward is breaking up with her. But what he's really doing is trying to pull his whole I'm dangerous mm-hmm. yep. thing that I thought he was done with pulling. But he's <laughs> no, he's never going to be done. Exactly. And nope. Edward tells her to calm down before he gets a nurse to sedate her. That's some messed healthy. up. Healthy. No, but this is, this is Bella. They're in a good place. This is Bella right here. <laughs> That's healthy. This is what Bella did. She was like, what? what? No. 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 <laughs> we, we can't be apart. You can't leave me. Just wait together. until the next book. You, like, seriously. <laughs> no, no, I'm not waiting until that. There's just some, like... Codependency happening here. So oh, bad. I guess even better because Edward swears that he won't leave her, but in the same <laughs> breath, he mutters that she's overreacting. 
And then he's like, bye, bitch. And he literally oh. leaves her. Spoiler alert. I was going to say, in the next, <laughs> next book, next scene, he's gone. He yeah, he actually leaves. Can, can, I, can I read a selection, please? Mm-hmm. Please do it with the From voice. From the gospel story time. of Twilight. <laughs> of Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> he shook his head and muttered something unintelligible. I thought I picked out the word overreaction. Why did you say that? I whispered, trying to keep my voice from shaking. Are you tired of having to save me all the time? Do you want me to go away? This is Bella finally getting a backbone. See, that's the thing. And this is it. This no, is the only thing she but does. But she, she, she kind of has a backbone a couple of times in the book, but every time Edward takes her backbone and does that. Snaps in half. Yeah, literally this breaks. This is the audio in. format. So yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you, they were. In, it was implied. <laughs> but no, he literally like snaps that, and it's just like, how is that respectful of her to be like, you can't make decisions without me because I know better than you. And this is their whole argument. It's just a whole mess. Edward's like, I'm the reason you're in the hospital. And Bella says that... No, you're the reason I'm alive. Yeah, which, I mean... Both and I'm not talking about the hospital. ...have merit. Yeah, they really do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at the same time, yeah, she wouldn't even be in the position if she didn't talk to Edward. I think that's what it fundamentally comes down to. But at the end of the day. Loves him. Bitch, mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you've known him for a month. She loves him. She won't get murdered. She did... Wait till we get to that. Wait till we get to that, though. This whole thing is just such a mess. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's just really cringy. It, it just hurts. It makes me. It makes me hurt. It hurt even more to read. It really yeah. did. Again, makes me think of those young girls like reading through this. Like, oh my gosh, this is so intense. Like, of course Bella's right. Like, she wants to stay with him, and he like should respect that. Like, and he's perfect. Yeah, he's perfect, and this is what she wants. Like. Why is he pushing her away? And then we get to the part where Bella is actually angry that Edward didn't use the opportunity to turn her. Mm-hmm. And she says that they are unequal if one of them is human and needs to be saved all the time. Which is true. Which is true. She said she wanted mm-hmm. to be super. It's true. Yeah, but then did. her boyfriend ended up being Batman, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a hot mess. Edward basically says that he wouldn't wish that existence on her, which I get. Which is fair, yeah. But Bella is, like, so hooked on it. And Edward doesn't want to kill her (laughs) or have her leave her family behind. And Bella's like, eh, they fine. I mean, the thing is, like, Edward, he's like a goody-goody two-shoes, right? Like, he's, like, all about morals and, and I don't know. Except when it comes to breaking into people's houses. (laughs) Except when it comes to stalking. Stalking and breaking into people's houses, you know. I just do that whenever I want to. But he is a vampire, so I guess that's what they do, you know. That's in their nature. That's in stories with lore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actual vampire stories. Did he mention something about, like, rumors, not rumors, but legends about vampires? Myths, yeah. He, like, debunked some of her misconceptions or something. Mm -hmm. He was like, did you expect coffins when... Yeah, stuff like that, exactly. Yeah. Don't they have a big, like, super old school wooden cross in their house? Hanging oh, yeah. I think that'd be rad. That actually yeah. sounds yeah, really cool. coffins? That's cool. That's cool as shit. <laughs> well, you, you sleep in a coffin, don't you? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so now that this podcast is completely regressing, <laughs> Bella ends the argument and saying that she'll just die eventually and she'll get old, and then Edward's like, that's how it's supposed to happen? And Bella's pissy at that. 
And she's like, well, I'll just have another vampire turn me. And then Edward's I, like, Alice would never. I took that as, I can go find another one to fuck me. <laughs> you ain't the only one. Do you want all this, Edward? Because <laughs> I know some people that do. I bet Mike's a vampire. <laughs> Mike, that golden retriever little bitch. I'll get him to make me a vampire. Oh my god. <laughs> gonna turn him and then he's gonna turn me. He's my dog. So, we're still not done with this effing argument. Yeah, right? I, I, I was hoping... I God, give me your phone. I was it hoping... It me that we have game night tonight. Do you need a reminder? Don't forget. Were you going to forget? In case I forget while I was here. <laughs> now I definitely won't forget. So, Edward says that they're at an impasse and calls a nurse in to give her more pay meds, and that's the end of the chapter. Oh, she God. passes out again. She keeps just... Yeah, because she's... Because that's he her. forced her to take pain meds. Because yeah. yeah. he d- he drugged her he and knocked her the fuck out. In the middle of the argument. Is that not what you do in a healthy relationship is really just suppress your arguments with pain medication? I can say yeah, just like inject pretty them with confidently something. that I have like, never drugged night. somebody yeah. before. I don't want to talk about this right now. Babe, here's some medication. Hey. <laughs> Good night. Babe, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so now we are at the epilogue because there's an epilogue to this. So. There is an epilogue. There is. Can yeah. we talk? Okay, can we talk about this for a second? This bitch. <laughs> the whole, she getting dressed up. They Aww. doing her makeup. Yeah. They get her a dress. I know. And she doesn't doing. know what it's for. And she has no idea. <laughs> he, he's like, wait. <laughs> what are we what doing, Bella? You dumbass. Like, what the hell? Like, what did you think? Like, mm. like, did you not know what date prom was? I'm pretty sure in the years, because the only year I went to prom was my senior year of high school, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my freshman, sophomore, and junior year, I knew what date prom was. Yeah, on. it's always yeah. the same time yeah. of the year. Yeah, it's always the same time of year. Everyone talks about it. Yeah. You can't miss it. According yeah. to this school and this group of people, dances are like the hottest thing. So I don't know how she didn't yeah. know yeah. that so prom was somebody happening. Somebody would have mentioned it to her before today. Yeah. yeah. Plus they put her in a prom dress. Yeah, they exactly. have a dance also, every yeah. single month, like, it seems like. So, I mean, she just might as well... How did they get her in the makeup chair without saying, hey, we need to do your makeup for blank? Alice over here slaying away. Alice didn't say nothing. She just good. grabbed her, put her in a chair, and said, here we go. And Bella's like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and she was she kind was of expecting... peeved about it, wasn't she? she yeah, was she like, was like, I thought we were getting married or something. Like, she was expecting a wedding. Girl, I would take the free yeah. makeover any day. If I don't have to do it, and you're going to do a good job, right. like, Girl, give it. Too. <laughs> Mine would only take 20 minutes. That's the thing. The, yeah, this bitch, Bella, all confused because she ain't know it was prom. And she's like, oh, I thought we were going to go to an event. Yeah. I thought I definitely thought she meant that she thought that they were gonna get married. That's exactly and I was yeah. Like, she was expecting wow. a wedding. Wow, like, she yeah. really was. That's some ninety day fiance shit. Her right expectation there. isn't too far mm-hmm. from the wedding because she's like, "Turn me, baby." And turn me, baby, one more turn, time. Turn, yeah. Turn, yeah. Turn, <laughs> turn, 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 so, <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. Fairly unparents. I'm Doug Dibbidome. Home of the Dibbidome. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. That's I got, a throwback. Uh, uh, yeah, that is. Fairy Godparents. Can we talk about how they have their prom in the gym? <laughs> okay, it's Forks. Where did you expect it? Like, at the frick. Right. Like, it's going to go in the forest. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, that's pretty much every '80s film too. Like all the '80s proms. That's true. Are they do have a lot of. They yeah. have I mean, a lot of proms and gym. And this I is a small in town. Mercy, Georgia. Our Mercy, Georgia is just a wide spot in the road, and we still went to the Civic Center in Rome. Gosh, we, we went to the Fox. I feel fancy. Yeah, stuff. we also went to the Fox. What? That's bougie. We went to, we went to Fernbank. Oh wow. Where'd you go? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that night was a blur. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to the Roswell Mill, obviously? Like, that yeah. building? Mm-hmm. They put prom, like, yeah. on the top floor. And I remember going down to the bottom floor, and I felt like the floor was going to fall down on top of me. And I was like, That's okay, terrible. I want to go that outside. Goodbye. <laughs> but I feel like this is sports. That's why they had it in the gym. And they have it at the gym. If you've ever been on the West Coast, like in that part of the U.S. where it's not like big cities like Seattle and Portland. I mean, this is what I got from Astoria. I felt like I was living in 1995. It was very old school. Actually, I think I saw a video book store. reads like it takes place in the 90s. Which I was like, oh, VHSs. That's a real thing. Yeah. They kept mentioning VCRs yeah. and VHSs. I was like, okay, this is 2005. Like, what are you doing? So they're at the gym at school. <laughs> Oh yeah, Bella. I forgot we were the twilight. To be fair, she has a broken leg. She does. Yeah. And they do it in the movie too. She can yeah. walk without crutches, so I'm pretty sure she could just you know sway dance, like so dance. Well, she has the boot. I'd, I've never had like a broken leg or foot before, but I don't know if boots are that comfortable to like walk on if you have a boot. Yeah. <laughs> Sad face emoji. Come up here. It's very uncomfortable, but still, I imagine it would be very uncomfortable for Edward as well, because that is heavy. Yeah, nothing's heavy. Does he feel it though? Yeah, Edward can. Yeah. Can he feel sensations? That's nope. another good question. Apparently, his dick can. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Come up here. Come on. Come on. Wait, is Lacey there? Yeah, she's like hanging out with me. Come on, come up here. Come on. Baby girl. She's shy. Oh. Hello, beautiful girl. She's purring. What he came home and I think she woke up. Hello, sweet baby. Look at <laughs> yeah. She is really chonky and she has a crusty butthole. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> uh, this one is. Uh, yeah, no, you don't want to look at this one. Anyway. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, no, she. Speaking of crusty butthole, Jacob is at the dance. Damn. <laughs> nice. And anyway. He has to cut him with Bella, and Edward's kind of like, Rang, but does it anyway. Just let him do it. Like, dance with him. I would. Well, She's like, do it, girl. Jacob is yeah. hotter than Edward. Just do, yeah. just do it. I like it how he says that his dad paid him 20 bucks to come up to the freaking like, My dad prom. paid me to come over here and tell you, tell you this. Well, he paid him 20 bucks, but he also said he was going to buy him the car part too, right? Only if he told the we'll be watching you thing yeah. for the car part. 
creepy. Now yeah. Another list of people who are stalking her. It really takes the romance out of it, though. It takes the whole piss out of it. Because it's like, yeah, so I was told to do this. And yeah, I was like, paid off. It's like, so oh. With this. He's still 15. Jacob, you could have won her heart. He kind of recovers a little bit because Bella asks if there's a girl there that he likes. And he's like, yeah, but she's taken. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Ooh. I recovered. I mean, your daddy still paid you to be here. Who could it be? He's like, you're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, he called you pretty. Only I can do that. I like how Bella doesn't really do anything. She's just like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I don't know. If I was in that situation where he would say that, it'd be like, it would be really cringeworthy. Like, yeah. ugh, I but feel see, awkward. If she hasn't cringed by now, why would she start at this point? Yeah, that's true. She's honestly, mm-hmm. she loves it. She, she just likes the attention. Yeah, she does. She does. She's like, oh. Yeah. She likes to pretend that she doesn't like the attention, but it's really all she wants. Mm-hmm. So all she wants. So that his dad said that Bella needs to break up with her boyfriend. Which well, is- she ain't going to do that. She is 16 years old, and she is like, no, I love him. Yeah. Bella's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> and nah. Bella says that Edward really did save her life, and she would be dead without him and Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah, true. It's true. It's true. Sarizzle. Sarizzle. Carl. Is it Carl Izzle or Car Izzle? Like, I don't know. Because there's an L there. Car Lizzle. Like, car, like I'm driving a car. Car Lizzle. Carl. Carl. I need to watch The Walking Dead again. Anyway. So but. Edward says that he brought her to prom because he doesn't want her to miss out on life experiences. She seems so I want you to live your life, Bella. I want you to, like, take a picture with your friends. How is she going to miss out? How is she going to miss out if he turns her? The only thing that... I've, I keep harping on this. Sorry. This is, I'm, very, I'm very passionate about turn her. Turn her. Like, well, she won't have any FOMO. She won't experience food. Yeah. She won't experience sleeping. She won't, she won't experience, experience her 21st birthday. Type of food. Mm. She will experience her 21st birthday. Oh, well, she will. I think they can. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it depends on the lore. I don't know about this book, but there's a show called What We Do in the Shadows, and the vampires get drunk. The TV show? So oh, my God. I love that show. I love so that show. What's that? They drink the blood of someone who is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Or rips it out. 
Dun, dun, dun. Find out on the next exciting episode of Gaslight. <laughs> A story <coughs> of Fiddle and Pipe. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, wait. Are we done? Oh, snap. I didn't know that we were done. The last, yeah, the last line of the book is, how are you, He kisses her with his cold lips. I touched his face. I said, I love you more than anything else in the world combined. Wait. I love you. Yeah, it's a weird sentence. It is. It is a very <laughs> abrupt ending, yeah. You're like, oh, that's... Which, that's I mean, it's supposed to leave the, the, leader, the reader. Oh, my God. Sad. The reader to believe that, yeah, he bit her. But yeah. we all know that's not the case. No. Everybody knows. All the, all the teenage girls, like, teenage girls were just like, oh, my gosh, she's so sexy. But I kissed her on the road. Oh. Yeah. It was so cold, and it was down my throat, and I was like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever that's seen Marvel countertops? <laughs> 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 Honestly, every time, like, she says, like, his marble hands, like, caressed my body. I'm like, I think of a kitchen countertop that's, like, gross and disgusting. There's crumbs and weird spills that we don't know that are questionable on the countertop. And you're like, gross. I can't. Yeah. Real quick. Here's my ultimate problem with this book. All of it? Oh, no. But it doesn't. But the, one of the main things is that she doesn't really have a varied way of describing things. Like, I think she uses the words beautiful, perfect, and angelic. And those are the only three adjectives she uses to describe Edward ever. So it just feels so repetitive. And I'm just like, you just said this last chapter. Like, can we get, get a move on, please? Can Can't you say that he's annoying, stupid? Yeah, you Gaslighty, overbearing, condescending, yeah. uh, creepy. Even if you just want to stick it to the positive adjectives, which I don't know why you would, there are so many other adjectives you use. It's like I said in an earlier yeah, episode, she never highlighted her word and like a soft word, right foot and left foot. And did for a sentence, exactly. Yeah. She never did that, and it just got so dry. We should mail her like a Webster's Dictionary thesaurus little collection <laughs> and just be like. I was listening to a different book like right before I started Twilight and it was like that author has such a unique voice and when it came to this one I was like this is just the most generic cookie cutter white bread ass story yeah <laughs> mayonnaise sandwich yeah exactly and it's one thing it's like the characters were interesting but they're not at least not the ones that they focus on. I mean, I guess that's the thing, though. This book is not meant to be intellectual. <laughs> you know? I don't need like, to be intellectual. I just need to be No, it's supposed to be to a romance novel. Yeah. I've seen romances and read romances that I really like, and this is definitely not one of them. I'm reading a romance novel right now, and I'm just, like, sitting there, and I'm like, this is completely different from Twilight. Like, there is, I mean, the person is talking about the other person that they're in love with, but at the same time, there's not, like these adjectives 
where I'm sitting there and I'm like, can we just get to the freaking point? Yeah. Can we, like, is there a plot to this? more about you as a person? Like, Yeah, I think what Stephanie Meyer did a really good job of in this book particularly is one, she did a good job of narrating the POV of a teenage girl that is judgmental upon other people's looks and I mean, being once a teenage girl myself, it's just obvious. But also like when I was a teenager, I remember I was like, oh, boys. Oh my god, like they're so cute. She does a good job kind of emulating that. Could it have been better? Yes. She does a good job of emulating a teenage girl, like a okay, judgmental yeah, one. You can be a teenage girl and still be an interesting character. And that's the, yeah. that's the problem. It's like she's a teenage girl, but that's it. There's nothing else to her. Yeah. She, she could have been like Kim Possible or something. Girl. Yeah, Kim Possible, like, she was all about boys, but she was still fun to watch. I am just teenage. Any other closing thoughts on Twilight? She knew her audience very well. And she got the job done. She did, but I will jump to Bella's defense on, like, her as a character. Because I feel like what Stephanie Meyer was really going for, like, I agree with you, Catherine, that she really was going for the trope of, like, this is what, like, a typical teenage girl will think and act like. And especially, to try to yeah. make her, like, maybe a bit more relatable because she was like quirky, clumsy, whatever. She, she's definitely <laughs> a self-insert character. Yeah. I'm so cute. Like she's also kind of like a lone wolf as well. Like this she doesn't girl. fit in. Wait, no, that's Jacob though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's true. So, but yeah, I think she did like have a good like start to the characters, but yeah, she could have for, done For what she was trying to do, yes, it works. Yeah. But it's clearly, I mean, clearly I'm not the target audience, so clearly it's not. <laughs> maybe that's why yeah. I do not. Uh, I don't think any of us are the target audience. No. <laughs> I would be interested in reading Midnight Sun just to kind of see mm. what is actually, like, I get it is Twilight, because that's what I've been told it is Twilight, but from Edward's point of view. But I kind of do, like, not now, but maybe later down the road read it just to kind of see, like, what edward was thinking yeah, like or if anything yeah it's like the past ago. year or so no, it wasn't too oh. long ago the oh, time? yeah okay. it's like in the past year so. yeah it'd be interesting to see if her writing style has changed well she yeah she also wrote a couple books that are not twilight related at all she wrote the host the host is yeah. yes Yeah. You mean her bibliography? Bibliography. Yeah. The bookography. Yeah. Bookography. Yeah, that's it. Literography. What is it called? The list. The shit that she wrote. What the fuck you did, Liz? It just amazes me how popular this book was. Like how insane. This yeah. book got traction. The first time I ever heard of Twilight, I was in biology class, and these two girls that sat across from me were obsessed, and that's I mean, all they talked about. And I, yeah, ninth grade, I remember. Yeah. Well, because ninth grade specifically was when the movie was about to come out. Oh yeah. So that's when everyone was really like. Yeah. They were cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were vamping. They were ready to start vamping. 
Yeah, it's just insane to me how like it was so popular a long time ago. It's kind of like dwindled out. I feel like today. Well, now, now it's, it's old enough. Yeah, now it's old enough to. Be oh yeah. So like revisiting it. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my god, we're watching this. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of Twilight podcasts on my like Instagram feed, and I'm like, this is an omen um, of some <laughs> sort. For how much traction it got, like that first book, and rereading it as an adult, because I remember reading it when I was maybe in 10th grade, before the movie was coming out and everything, and I don't remember descriptive stuff about the book, I just remember I read it and I was like, it was okay, and then kind of moved forward, but reading it again, I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, this book is not that good, but it got so much traction. <laughs> and it's so weird. It is weird. I didn't find out about it until the movie came out. I didn't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. It's the insane fandom that it got. So many people were just, Everything like, obsessed. Everything about Twilight was through osmosis. Like, yeah, people same. just talking about it too Yeah. Much. And then eventually, I think my mom got the movies when after they were out on DVD. And she's like, hey, I'm actually going to watch these. And I'm like, all right, let me sit down and see what this is. <laughs> yeah. My only experience with Twilight was watching the movies with you, Matt. And I'm pretty sure that was back in the day where we would buy a six-pack on Mike's card and, <laughs> and go, watch, and watch go crazy. <laughs> we went crazy on those. It was those. amazing. It was fantastic. <laughs> Anything else you all want to add about this extravagant? Honestly, I don't think I could continue this series. I, don't I want to read New Moon. I'm in a band. You can try getting on Instagram. I think the last time we posted was pre-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I think our Instagram handle is at Concrete Supergun. And you also have an acoustic page. Yeah, which we don't post on either. And it is at Astro Sloth Rocks. What about y'all? Well, as you all know, we're here from conversation. Delicious conversation, uh, and we have we have just begun our second season. Um, by the time this goes up, our well, our first couple episodes will probably be out. Um, but Emily is our brand new co-host, Yay. so we now have four of us, and we're gonna be we're gonna be you know doing our thing, even more delicious. Going in. Yep. <laughs> Dig in. We're gonna be going crazy. We're gonna be having we're gonna be having full meals. We're gonna be having light mm -hmm. snacks. Oh, You're yeah. not gonna want to miss it. There's so rotations. There are rotations. <laughs> sometimes people will be there, and sometimes people won't. You Wait, never I know. I want a light snack. Ooh, I mean, get us on those. I'm a dark snack, so. Oh. <laughs> 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 on that note, <laughs> dang it! <laughs> uh, thank y'all for coming. This has been heckin' fun. Ambitious. Heckin' fun. Heckin' fast and furious. Fast. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did this though. I'm glad we got. I, this is the only way I would have read Twilight. So. Very good. Very good stuff. Very and now, good. And now we'll have three non-book episodes, and then we'll have our next book. Fifty Ooh. Shades of Grey. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Thank y'all for listening, and if y'all been hanging out with us for this Twilight adventure, and um, as they say in the vampire world. So long, and thanks for all the blood! Adieu! Huh? And see.